This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. I want to remind you, our friend Sam Emick from The Athletic is going to join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And Tim Lacombe will join us at 5, former BYU uh, and Utah assistant coach. And, of course, my co-host on uh, Jazz Game pre, half, and post. And he did whoop up on us pretty good in the uh, our little playoff NFL pick exercise, Gordon. I'm sure he he'll did. have something to say about that. He did, and uh, well, he deserves credit. I mean, because we were picking against the, uh, the including the spread and whatnot, and so that was made it more difficult, and things were a little crazy there. So, tip of the cap to Tim. But first, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, he's the head football coach at BYU. He's Kalani Sitake with us here on the Big Show. Hi, Coach. How are you? How are my friends doing? It's been a while since I spoke to you guys. Absolutely, yeah. Coach. We're we're doing great, making it happen. You know, Gordon's at home. I'm here. We're we're uh, we're doing our thing. Nice. Well, I'm at I'm at the office trying to get some work done. You know, uh, Gordon's hanging out. Does Gordon Gordon have you left the house at all lately? <laughs> I do. Leave, <laughs> I do leave the house on occasion. But you know, when you get to be an old man like me, Kalani, you got to be a little more careful with all this craziness well, going on out there. Whatever we're all doing, let's just keep doing it because the Jazz are winning, and that's all that matters right now. How about that? That's right. First place in the uh, best record in the entire NBA, Coach. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to see them get better as long as they stay healthy. I, I have a good feeling about it this time. Hey, Kalani, i got a question about what we were just talking about. Jake and I tried to predict uh, playoff games, NFL games, straight through the Super Bowl, and we struggled a little bit. Are you any good at predicting games? Do you get a vibe on these things? Not really, because I, I think that it's probably more of a level playing field in the NFL than anything else. Um, I think the way they set it up in free agency and even in the draft and the way the teams work, it, it, it's really difficult. And, and, you know, there's so many different variables that go into winning a game uh, with all three phases of the, of the game. So I, I think it makes it really difficult. And then you take into the X factors like experience and coaching. So, so many different different things hard to, to predict and that's why i think it makes it really exciting for everyone to watch coach i want to ask you kind of a, a broad question and, and take it wherever you want to go but now that you've had a little time to excel uh exhale after a, a really successful season how will you remember uh what what was such a unique season well i mean i, I remember just the, more than anything the thing that sticks out of my mind is just the, the players and um they're they're just the appreciation for the for playing the game and um, I, I really enjoyed being around them and seeing their, their level of commitment, but more than anything, just how much they appreciated everyone that al allowed them to play the game that they love and then didn't take anything for granted. So I think a lot of things happened in 2020 that disrupted our whole lives, but it, one, one thing that's positive about it, it had us reflect on things that we have to be grateful for and things that we uh, don't want everyone to take for granted ever again. And, and I saw that happen with our football team and the leadership take place on our team, and, and uh, now you know after the the year is done, uh, it was it was a lot of fun, um, and now I look forward to getting back to it and, and uh, trying to reload and and have a, a very uh, exciting 2021. That's 
that's what everyone's hoping for. But more than anything, just I'm really proud of the players and the example that they showed to me as a as a coach, and and you know they gave me a lot of strength. So that, that's one thing that I or I can think stick out sticks out the most for me in my mind. How fulfilling is it for you, Kalani, to watch players rise to the occasion and play at a level they haven't played at before? I mean, there's all kinds of examples of that that we could point at, but one is, for instance, Dax Milne. I mean, this guy's a walk-on, right? I mean, the next thing you know, he's he's catching every ball in sight and getting open the way he was. I mean, th- th- this is a, a testament to your program. Well, I think the the key for us is, is to develop the young man and, um, you know, that we see have a huge ceiling and potential and, and then allowing them the opportunity to compete and and and, and, uh, and basically go out there and, and earn it. And so regardless of whether a scholarship or not, I, I think the having our, our staff focus on recruiting our preferred walk-ons was, was key too, is just making sure that we had guys that can come in and compete for spots, not just go straight to scout team. And so I think when everyone knows they have a chance to play, I mean, it, it Look at our team. Our, our leading rusher was a, a preferred walk-on, and our leading receiver was a preferred walk-on. So, if you're a walk-on on this team right now in in the off season, you should be thinking that if you work hard and and if you, everything goes well for you, that you should be able to, if you deserve to be on the field, that, that you have coaches that will put you out there and, and allow you to make plays. And I, I think that's been really helpful for us. And not to um, uh, distract, but uh, a lot of our are just looking at the focus on offense. But defensively, we had a lot of preferred walk-on step up and earn scholarships, and and I, I'd rather recruit from within. And that's a good sign if you have guys that you feel can you f- feel can fill in the shoes for a lot of production that is left. And I feel that uh, you know this spring ball that's about to happen. Looking forward to seeing the the, the new names that people haven't heard from before. Coach Kalani Sitake on with us on the big show. And, Coach, I'm not trying to be a downer asking you about your your only loss, but that Coastal Carolina game was so unique. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that week and if you're you're happy that you ended up scheduling that? I mean, I'd rather have the result be different, you know, but I, I can tell you that um, I was really happy with the opportunity that we had to play it and, and thankful that um, our players wanted to. I mean, you know, there's no excuses in it. We we lost the game, didn't play our best, but but you have to give Coastal Carolina a lot of credit for that. And um, you know, it happens. I think more than anything, though, I was really pleased with the way the players handled um, the loss and the way they carried themselves after the game, the way that they conducted their lives afterwards. I saw a group that you know, were, we we were punched in the mouth and and had them respond. Uh, afterwards, uh, that's exactly what what they are. They're, they're winners on the field and off the field, and I'm excited the things that they did uh, by winning the San Diego State game and then uh, going and, and and making a memorable moment in in the, in the bowl game against UCF. So uh, that's a, a huge indicator that they, that we have the right guys in the program, the right fit. And um, you know, I, as much as it was hard to lose the game, I, I was really proud of their effort. And the fact that they were willing to, to keep this thing rolling and that they showed up the, the next week uh, ready to go and it didn't um, whether we won or lost didn't didn't uh, didn't actually change their demeanor and how they approached the game they still had appreciation and love for each other love for the game and what they represent and that's all you could ask for as a coach so Kalani uh, just to reiterate the point do you think if you'd had more time to prepare for that, that might have been uh, make it made some sort of difference in that game, or do you? Yeah, don't even think about that. No, because I think it diminishes the um, how the game went. I think it, it, it's a 
you know, I, I don't want to devalue what what Coastal Carolina did as a team. So I, I'm not going to look for excuses. And we didn't win the game, and we were one yard short. But I was proud of the way our guys fought in that game, and uh, the result didn't go our way. There's a lot of things that that we wish we could have done differently in that game, and we're going to learn from it. I I really believe that it will help our program, and uh, I think it'll it'll be something that can help us even going into this spring ball and into the off season and going into the the fall in 2021. So I'm I'm not really going to look for all those excuses of people, and I, I don't know what people can make them for us, and we can make them for ourselves. But let's just let's just keep learning from these experiences and get better and and not try to make excuses because I think that that uh, diminishes the opportunity to learn. Coach, when NFL coaches and scouts give you a call and ask you about Zach Wilson, what do you tell them? The truth, that, that he's a great, great kid, works hard, and uh, I thought he was a gunslinger from the moment I saw him throw a ball. And so uh, I think uh, whoever decides to draft him is going to have a, a great player, and um, I'm just glad he was able to showcase it you know when he everything went well and glad a rod and 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 fessy and and the rest of the staff were able to make things work for him play his strengths and uh he was able to to do his best and you see what happens when when he does that and just wish we could have seen him play more games you know and uh, the great part about it is that he's going to get drafted and we feel really happy about him moving on to the next level and, and accomplishing his dreams but the sad part is that I was banking on him coming back in 2021. But, you know, that that opens up another spot, though, for, uh, you know, our quarterbacks to, to compete for the starting spot. It's going to be a lot of fun when that happens. Obviously, Kalani, that's good for your program that, uh, that others, potential recruits, can see that you out of your program comes uh, what might be the second pick in the draft. Who knows? So that's good news. My question to you is, do NFL coaches call you to ask you about players? How does that work? Yeah, we. I mean, we have a lot of scouts um, and coaches that call us, uh, our staff, myself, and our coaches, and then and, and um, ask about players and even inquire on on future guys. That's just that's their business. So they they want to have make sure that they follow guys. And, and I, I think I said it before. I think we have a lot of NFL guys on our program in our program right now, and. Um, it's just a matter of uh, them developing and, and getting opportunity to to show it on the field. And when they do, I think uh, hopefully we just keep this run going where we have a lot of guys that can represent the NFL. And I think the NFL needs guys that we have on our team. And I think it's a, it'll be a good partnership. So anytime a coach calls us, we're always open to discuss our players' strengths and weaknesses and things that they think they could get better at and, and answer any questions they may have uh, regarding their ability at the next level. I'm sure you never talked to Andy Reid, right? Oh, man, I try to talk to Andy Reid as much as possible. <laughs> He's one of the best out there. So, yeah, there's a lot of great coaches that I lean on and great mentors to me, and, and he's definitely one of them. Coach, I don't mean to jump to the conclusions here, but it didn't seem like it was a difficult decision for you to promote Coach A-Rod. No, not – not, not, I mean, A-Rod had a strong presence already in our offense and, and had a, a huge um, – influence on what we did as, a, as an offense throughout the last three years and especially this last year so uh, it, it was a, a easy transition for us to make and to get Fessy in a position to have um, a partnership with A-Rod to run that offense I think it's going to be special and having him add Daryl Funk as our O-line coach and you know working with Steve Clark and Harvey Young I think that, that that's a really good offensive staff looking forward to them you know working this this off season and they've done a great job so far and i mean spring ball is right around the corner so we're excited to get it going 
Kalani, one of your strengths has always been to evaluate talent and to put the, that talent in the right place. I mean, you've done that your whole career. Do you ex- expect that to continue at BYU where you might bring in a guy who's a high school star running back and next thing you know you say, no, son, you're a linebacker? Yeah, I think because humans, they grow differently. Some some are late bloomers and uh, guys can go. I mean, I've seen it where a guy came in as a safety, went on a mission, came back and was a, a left tackle. You know, so uh, that stuff happens, and, and I think it, it, it's important for us to get the right fit in our program uh, here for the school and that are excited about their purpose here and the mission here as, as a football player at BYU. And then uh, once we get that going, I think there's a place that we can get them to play. And, and all guys want to be on the field. I mean, my dream wasn't to be a fullback at BYU and block more than I got to run, but um, love being on the field, love playing the game, and that's – Guys that have to transition, and, and, and if you see coaches wanting to put them in positions where they can have success and possibly make it to the next level, I think everybody understands that. And uh, We have a, a great group of young men here that, that just want to be part of the team and help in the success that we have. And you know, and even our scout team, those guys have a lot of value for us. And so it's just a matter of everyone has an opportunity to develop. And if we have an open a competition in a lot of different positions, and, and those are always up for grabs. A lot of people make a lot of change from one year to the next, and some guys can the, the the light just turns on for them going from their sophomore to their junior year. And I think it's important that we have an opportunity for them to earn a spot. You mentioned competition at positions, Coach, and uh, you told us few, uh, several years ago that you would always have competition for the quarterback uh, position. Can you tell us how many hats are going to be in that ring this off season? Yeah, well, right now it's the four guys that we have, and then we've, you know, we still have a, a group of, of quarterbacks that can that can play, can throw. Um, so right now we're looking at Jaron Hall and um, Jacob Conover, Beto Romney, and Sojay Mayava as the front runners going into spring to earn that spot. And then obviously we'll have to start um, whittling it down to the competition to make sure that we get the right reps to the, to the right guys. But I think the key is to get them in a position where we're just playing a lot of football and uh, making making sure that we got the right guy that can make the right decisions when, when the pressure's on them. And so trying to simulate a game, it's hard to do that uh, without playing football. So I look forward to playing a lot of football in the spring and then, uh, you know, just play the best guy. That, that's the only way I know how to do it. Kalani, you said when you first saw Zach throw a football, you knew there was something – special there do you see any of that in any of these guys i do yeah and i think uh, i mean there's times where, where you uh you wish you had more quarterbacks and now i i think the the more the merrier for me you know let's let's never be without one and now we have a, a group of them that can play and uh, obviously they have um uh, similar talent where they, they can they can throw the ball but they all have their their strengths as well that can highlight them and and maybe catapult them to the starting spot. So uh, it's going to be fun to see these guys compete. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, again, they should all feel comfortable knowing that they're going to get a fair shot at this and and know that our, our process is to play the best guy. Well, Coach, thank you very much for taking a few minutes for us. Congrats on the great season, and good luck with spring. Appreciate hey, Kalani. it. Thanks. Kalani. Gordon, you owe me a stake still. I oh, that's know. going back I, years. I know. It's this pathetic. This thing could be like Fred Flintstone size by now. <laughs> uh, it's going <laughs> to 
like the brontosaurus thing exactly. on the side of the car. Yeah. I'm looking uh, for yeah. one of those, like uh, like four tomahawks combined. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, something, tell, something tells me when I take Kalani to dinner, uh, I better bring my wallet. And I better make sure it's fat that day because uh, just bring I'm your black pay, credit right? card. You got it ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Kalani, I, can I sneak one more question in? It's just as a, as we hear you talk, and I we heard you talk all season and. It seems to me that you're at a place now that's different than where you were when you first started. I mean, you always knew your football, yet you still got those notebooks filled with every every play every coach ever told you. But it, it, I know you keep track of that stuff. But, I mean, what's different about you now than, than say, four or five years ago? Well, I think the experience of being the head coach is, is a key. You know, it's – I think I've, I've, I've said it to you before. It's like having kids. You, you can read – and study as much as you want on, on being a parent and know all the rules and how you want to do it. And then it's also like when you have your child, it's just like, man, I know this baby is our firstborn. is not supposed to be sleeping in the bed with you. That's what the experts say. But then you just kind of feel your own niche and you, you do what, what's, what you think fits you and your family. And, and then you get a second one, then you get a third one, and you act differently. You feel a lot more comfortable. I don't know any other, any other way to do it than I'm just really fortunate to have uh, a guy like Ed Lamb that's been a head coach to help uh, be an, an advisor for me and, and a lot of great people that are along the way. So with all their help and even people that keep keep uh, mentoring me right now, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. I'm feeling really comfortable in this position as a head coach because the time has given me that. And so I appreciate the administration and, and president allowing me to be here for that long to learn some lessons and to get better. And, and you know, I, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm, a, I'm just a. It's a collection of hard work and sacrifice from other people uh, that have worked towards my success. And so I, I'm really thankful for everyone that helped me get here, uh, media members, everyone that's been out there, and coaches and friends and family that have helped me get here. So I'm I'm just still trying to learn as much as I can. I owe it to all of them, and and hopefully it'll bring us more success. So are you a fillet or a porterhouse or uh, what? What's the steak of your choice? I've never met a steak I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> Two or three of them, huh? As long as it's medium rare, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, Coach, right. thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. That's uh, Coach Kalani Sitake, head football coach at BYU.